Hello, welcome to the self-learning podcast by Dr. Shushma Singh. Let us start discussion on unit chapter 6, Judiciary. And our topic is removal of judges. The removal of judges of Supreme Court and the High Court is very extremely difficult. A judge of the Supreme Court or High Court can be removed only on the ground of proven misbehavior or incapacity. A motion containing the charges against a judge must be approved by special majority in both houses of the parliament. Do you remember what special majority means? We have studied this in the chapter on elections. It is clear from this procedure that the removal of a judge is a very difficult procedure and unless there is a general consensus among members of the parliament, a judge cannot be removed. It should also be noted that while in making appointments, the executive plays a crucial role. The legislature has the powers of removal. This has ensured both balance of power and independence of judiciary. So far, only one case of removal of a judge of the Supreme Court came up for consideration before the Parliament. In that case, though the motion got two-third majority, it did not have the support of the majority of the total strength of the House and therefore just was not removed. Now let us discuss structure of the judiciary. The Constitution of India provides for a single integrated judicial system. This means that unlike some other federal countries of the world, India does not have separate state courts. The structure of the judiciary in India is pyramidal with the Supreme Court at the top. High courts below them and district and subordinate courts at the lowest level. The lower court function under the direct superintendence of the higher courts. Now let us discuss the point jurisdiction of Supreme Court. The Supreme Court of India is one of the very powerful courts anywhere in the world. However, it functions within the limits imposed by the constitution. The functions and responsibilities of the Supreme Court are defined by the Constitution. The Supreme Court has specific jurisdiction or scope of powers. The next one is original jurisdiction. Original jurisdiction means cases that can be directly considered by the Supreme Court without going to the lower courts. Before that, from the diagram above, we will notice that cases involving federal relations go directly to the Supreme Court. The original jurisdiction of the Supreme Court establishes it as an umpire in all disputes regarding federal matters. In any federal country, legal disputes are bound to arise between the Union and the states and among the states themselves. 
the power to resolve such cases is entrusted to the supreme court of india it is called original jurisdiction because the supreme court alone has the power to deal with such cases neither the high courts nor the lower courts can deal with such cases in this capacity the supreme court not just settles disputes but also interprets the powers of union and state governments as laid down in the constitution the next point is writ jurisdiction as you have already studied in the chapter on fundamental rights any individual whose fundamental rights have been violated can directly move the supreme court for remedy the supreme court can give special orders in the form of writs the high courts can also issue writs but the persons whose rights are violated have the choice of either approaching the high court or approaching the supreme court directly through such writs the court can give orders to the executive to act or not to act in a particular way the next point is appellant jurisdiction the supreme court is the highest court of appeal a person can appeal to supreme court against the decision of the high court however high court must certify that the case is fit for appeal that is to say that it involves a serious matter of interpretation of law or constitution in addition in criminal cases if lower court has sentenced a person to death then an appeal can be made to the high court or the supreme court of course the supreme court holds the power to decide whether to admit appeals even when appeal is not allowed by the high court appellate jurisdiction means that the supreme court will reconsider the case and the legal issues involved in it if the court thinks that the law or constitution has a different meaning from what the lower courts understood then the supreme court will change the ruling and along with that also give new interpretation of the provision involved the high court too have appellate jurisdiction over the decisions given by the courts below them the next one is advisory jurisdiction in addition to original and appellate jurisdiction the supreme court of india possesses advisory jurisdiction also this means that the president of india can refer any matter that is of public importance or that which involves interpretation of the constitution to supreme court for advice however the supreme court is not bound to give advice on such matters and the president is not bound to accept such advice what then is the utility of the advisory power of the supreme court the utility is twofold in the first place it allows the government to seek legal opinion on a matter of importance before taking action on it 
this may prevent unnecessary litigations later. Secondly, in the light of the advice of the Supreme Court, the government can make suitable changes in its action or legislations. The articles of constitution help us to understand the unified nature of our judiciary and powers of the Supreme Court. Decisions made by the Supreme Court are binding on all other courts within the territory of India. Orders passed by it are enforceable throughout the length and breadth of the country. The Supreme Court itself is not bound by its decision and can any time review it. Besides, if there is a case of contempt of Supreme Court, then the Supreme Court itself decides such a case. Now let us wind up the session and thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.